and welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I'm so pleased to welcome three gentlemen who are true veterans of the world of produce retail, having been produce managers, produce merchandisers, and other roles as well. They are Chris Blackwood, Harold Carroll, and Stephen Daly from Military Produce Group. Many folks listening are probably familiar already with Military Produce Group, but for those who are not, MPG serves as really an extension of the Defense Commissary Agency team. So they work in partnership with DECA to support the commissaries as they support military families. MPG helps with ordering, quality control, display building, training, resets, openings, and much more. Gentlemen, thank you so much for making the time today and welcome to the podcast. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, I want to get a little bit of your all's backgrounds first, because I, I know you all have been in the business for, for quite a few years. Harold, let's start with you. Tell me, how long have you been in produce, and where were you when you realized this could be a, a career for you? Well, actually, I was probably in my early 20s, and I worked for a local retailer, and I thought it was just going to be a summer job, but I, I really liked uh, what we were doing and working with uh produce and because I was a little more health conscious I really enjoyed it and uh and that was beginning and I've been loving it ever since excellent Stephen how about you yeah started at a very young age uh you know my dad was a store manager at a local retailer got me an afternoon job started uh been in the industry for about 20 21 years now and uh really like like Harold said just enjoying the industry and uh really passionate about you know building displays and and educating and learning every single day of of the produce industry so just every day is a good day when it comes to produce awesome and how about you chris well what was the moment you remember this was going to be a career for you well i started just like uh, harold and uh, steven started you know probably 18 19 years old in the local grocery store uh you know and uh uh, just kind of worked my way in and just got used used to it. And um, I'll be honest with you, I, I went to uh, I did was going to school at the same time, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And uh, I did. I, at the end of the day, I just decided this is you know produce was something I wanted to do and move forward with uh, uh, in my life. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've, I've been doing it for the last you know twenty five years, so it's it's worked out very well for me. <laughs> Excellent. And I would love to hear a little bit about the roles you all hold cur- currently, because as I alluded in our intro, I know MPG does a whole bunch of different stuff. There's a whole lot of ways that you guys support uh, those teams that you work with uh, with DECA. And so, Stephen, I'll, I'll start with you. Tell, tell me your your title and sort of what your day to day looks like. Yeah, so I'm a produce specialist with uh, MPG. Uh, I um service nine stores and I have about 15 employees that work underneath me, my merchandising team. So me and my team, what we do is we, we help educate the produce managers and, you know, assist the produce industry DECA team. And we go in and we work together side by side with them, you know, building displays, setting the tone, you know, produce all, you know, everybody says that right when you walk in the door, produce sets the tone. So we, we set the tone for a nice, good, clean experience for our patrons and our military families. Um, and, building displays and, uh, you know, sharing my knowledge of the industry with everybody that I possibly can, even our patrons, you know, if they're not sure about something, they come up to me and ask me a bunch of different questions that I'm, I'm, I can, you know, really easily answer for them. 
to have to have their shopping experience the best shopping experience within the military commissaries and so yep excellent and harold how about you your role and and maybe the favorite favorite part of what you do uh actually uh my favorite part is the challenge of every day going into a different store and uh actually weekly with the different weekly specials creating um a really impactful display that is going to grab the customer's attention. And because our stores range in sizes, you know, it's always a challenge, but uh, we really enjoy uh, working with the customers. Get a different canvas and different uh, painting implements every every place, so to speak. Every week. (laughs) Awesome. All right, Chris, how about you? Yeah, so uh, my role, I'm the merchandising manager for Military Produce Group. Uh, I oversee our nine. Uh, I oversee our nine produce specialists. I also oversee um, the merchandisers that we have as well in the stores. Uh, so my range is pretty far. I, I I will travel to the northeast, to the south, to the Midwest, uh, and visit all those stores and and assist our produce specialists in those stores as well. Um, I also was a produce specialist as well, so I've done everything that Stephen and Harold has done before as well. Um, and it, it's been very fun, very very gratifying to be able to go into these stores uh, and be able to um, build some impactful displays for these customers. Uh, they deserve it. They're our military personnel. Uh, they sacrificed a lot for us. So it's, it was, it's been very rewarding to go in there and be able to do these displays for them uh, and, and just make them feel happy when they walk into the store. Awesome. And something that, I think come across comes across even just looking at the photos of the displays that you guys do. We we see all these really cool kind of front of department promotional displays, holiday displays. There's there's a big range, and you can just tell the pride that goes into it. And I think you can tell too that there's a, a great culture between you guys. And so that's something I wanted to ask about as well, Chris. T- tell me a little bit about how it seems like you know being a specialist is a job that could pretty quickly be isolating. You know, you're on your own, you got your own stores that you're going to, but it sounds like you all pretty stay connected. How, how do you do that? Yeah. So we, we do have um, one good positive thing. We do have, you know, we got merchandisers in the store as well. Um, so we're able to work with them as far as building displays. Obviously we can't be at every store uh, when these displays are built. So we do uh, what we can to assist all these stores to create impactful displays. Uh, a lot of that, what we do is we do work with the produce managers in the store as well. Um, we'll come up with a nice little diagram and get that going. Uh, we'll get the orders placed, you know, that, that what we need to, to make it impactful and, and build it properly. Um, you know, and the, and the other good part about it is, you know, we, we utilize each other. We utilize Stephen and Harold. We talk to each other. We, uh, you know, see who's doing what, who's doing, you know, at difference because every store is different, you know, and in, in, in commissary world, every you got big stores, small stores, medium stores. Um, so there's a lot of different ways you can build a display. So we try to we try to uh, go off each other. We, you know, that's why we like to look at each other's pictures, because it gets us an idea of who's doing what. And, we, and, and it really makes it awesome to see what everybody else is doing as well, uh, not just for yourself. And I, I remember as I was talking with um, Josh, another member of your all's team mm-hmm. but before we got started here today, he was he was giving me some background on, you know, again, how you guys stay connected and talking about just on the phone, asking how the day is going, you know, finding out what's working over here, what's working over there. Harold, yes. tell me a little bit more about that communication between you guys and, and how that's helpful. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, it's probably uh, we our support group. Uh, I, I have uh, everyone from our team leader, 
uh, to actually other guys out in the field. Uh, Stephen, probably talk to Stephen at least once a day. We exchange ideas, pictures. And because uh, his style is a little different from my style, I'm and, and what we do is we'll combine and we'll we'll take a few pointers from each other. But I, you know, our team is uh, fantastic working together with each other. It's funny, Harold, that you mentioned the different styles because um, we were talking a little bit before the call on how I first became familiar with what you all guys with what you guys do um, when I saw the pictures of the displays that were in the Produce Artist Award series, which was something I started back in my PMG Packer days. <laughs> And after a while, I felt like I could almost look at this displays and be like, I think this is a Chris one. I think this is a Harold one. I think this is a Stephen <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And Stephen, how about you? Well, what are some of the ways that uh, the team really kind of is able to, to build off what each other are doing? Yeah, like 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 Harold was saying and Chris was saying, you know, we communicate every day, pretty much every day with each other. We do communicate every day with each other. You know, it'd be in the morning, I build this display and I'm you know, moving fixtures around, kind of, you know, coming all coming in, like, all right, this is what I have to work with. You know, well, what if I change it this way a little bit? What if I tweak this, this, this fixture this way? You know, I haven't really done that, you know, so let me see what it looks. And then you lay it out, then the vision comes to you. And then when you get done, and I'm a very symmetrical guy. So when you get done, it's like, okay, well, let me shoot this off to Chris. Let me shoot this off to Harold. You know, it's the same kind of volume storage because we all really have high, medium, low volume store. So then Harold can say, well, man, I'm going to try that at this store. Chris will say the same thing. I'm going to try this at this store. But then they put their own little technique to it. It's not the same style as me, but it has a little bit of my style and same thing with them. And it's just tweaking the way we want to tweak it. And then when it comes all together, you're like, all right, that turned out really, really well. Let me share it with the team. And then, you know, each week we do, we do send our pictures to, uh, you know, Josh and, and and Chris and everything like that. And then we get our reports and we look at each other's, not just us, our merchandisers, our, our team and what we've done with them and to show them the ways of what we, how we do it. It's not our, it's not us, but it's everybody puts their own little tweak into it. So. So valuable, I think, to share those success stories, right? Because if, if you're not actively sharing those things, like that's probably a lot if one person has to collect those and distribute them. And by you guys all, all doing it on your own, you know, on a regular basis, it just kind of gets worked in, I'm sure. Yep. Awesome. Well, so let's talk a little bit about favorite merchandising occasions. I thought it was uh, really cool. Again, Josh provided, provided me a little background before we got going here. So Steven, you had an interesting answer to this question. I thought on what your favorite, like special occasions for merchandising where you said VIP visits. Yeah. 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 Yep. So that's when, so VIP visits is when, you know, higher ranking government officials come into the stores and we're in there to, we're like, we're starting from scratch, you know, we're working in the middle of the night. Uh, we're kind of in our own little zone and we're, we're going down adjusting allocations throughout the, throughout the entire department and perfectly hand stacking everything like everything and and DECA we're, we're there to assist DECA and they're there with us too. So we're all, it's a big team effort to go in and just hand stack. And then at the end of it, it's like starting from scratch. It's like uh, when you're building a display and you have all empty fixtures and you're like, all right, I'm going to play it this way, this way, this way. And then it all comes together. 
but yeah, it's uh, getting an apartment. Like I said, it sets it set purchase permits set the tone. So that's the first thing that when these guys walk in, that's the first thing they see, and then that sets the tone for the entire visit. So it's, it, I take great pride to say, hey, this is going to be a good visit because they're walking in and they're seeing nothing but color and impactful, huge displays. And that's that, that I really enjoy it. And I'm building displays is, is my passion, too. But VIPs is one of probably my favorite things to do. Do you remember the first one of those that you ever did? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I do. Now, as a regional specialist or a dedicated specialist in a store five days a week. You pick <laughs> which was the more memorable occasion. <laughs> My first VIP visit was at Fort Belvoir, I do believe. And I had just met Harold. Uh, just met Harold. Uh, he was a dedicated as well. And uh, I can't remember who was coming at that time, but that was my first, very first one. Now, as a regional specialist, um it, yeah it was down in the southern virginia area it was my first or second week of being promoted and my supervisor at the time we went down there and he we had two in the same week and we we did everything that we could do to make sure everything was standing tall and ready and raring to go awesome and harold on the occasions question Again, with the the little background that Josh gave me, you mentioned holidays, especially Christmas. What are some of your favorite things about merchandising around holidays and Christmas in particular? Uh, one of the biggest things that I I really love is uh, just uh, representing all of the holiday items from plants and uh, a lot of seasonal items. And I the biggest thing is that I want to create some. Uh, fanfare, a little excitement when you come into the department and and at some of the largest stores, you're able to get that awe factor when people see and th these colors are coming from fruit and vegetables and not POS, you know, and so I paint with the colors that we have and I, I love it. Awesome. I love that word fanfare. I'm going to start talking about <laughs> fanfare in the produce department. <laughs> Super. And Chris, how, how about you? I think uh, I saw you mentioned contests, which I'm a huge fan of contests. Obviously, you guys know my background. What do you yeah. love about contests, Chris? Uh, contests are fun. Uh, you really get to um, uh, you're real, you're able to show uh, what you can do as far as just merchandising anything and everything. Um, obviously, we do a lot of different types of contests um, from Idaho potatoes to uh, plew outs to, um, you, you know, watermelon displays. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other them, but it's really fun to be able to take a lot of different ones, especially when you're going from watermelons to little plew outs, right? Um, you know, hand stacking plew outs is very challenging, um, you know, but it's fun because, you know, they do have a lot of color and you're, you're able to do a lot of different things with them. Um, I just like contests. I, I believe it's something that you can put your own little stamp on. Um, you know, and it's great to get recognized, too. You know, when those pictures do go out, uh, uh, the comment series do get um, awarded, uh, you know, for best picture and all that good stuff. So it's nice to see not it's not just really about myself, but it's about recognizing that store um, as far as them getting them out there to have their peers look at see what they're doing. Because, again, we're assisting the commissaries. It's not just about us, um, about what we're doing. Um, but. Uh, you know, it's nice to be able to see that work, hard work pay off and be able to see um, our, our other 
associates be able to look at that and say, wow, that, that, that's really nice. And again, that goes back to, and then that can come back to what we were talking about earlier um, as far as, you know, taking ideas away from certain things. So um, contests are very fun. You know, it, uh, it's nice, you know, you get a little POS hung in there, it gets a little more attention to it, a little bit more fun. Um, but yeah, I, I, contests are, 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 is a nice thing to do. Well, and I'm curious, and this could be for any of you guys, how have you seen contests change over the years? Because it seems like you mentioned pluots. I don't know if you've always been able to uh, have pluots as a display contest item or, if you know, that's kind of expanded and grown in, in over the years. Um, it, it has. Uh, we originally did not do the pluots. Um, and we, uh, we, as a company, we started to incorporate them into the catalog. Um, and then, uh, I believe, uh, Deke came in and said, you know what, these are really colorful, nice looking, uh, blew out. So, you know, let's, let's try Let's make it a contest. Um, so we, uh, went ahead and made, made it a contest and that's kind of where it is today. Um, you know, it's, it's still one of those items where a lot of the customers really don't know what they are. Um, they'll, they'll look at it and say, what is a blue out? They have no idea what a blue out is. Um, and then when you explain it to them, they're like, oh, wow, oh, I never knew that. So another gratifying thing to be able to let a customer know what an item is, because, you know, there are a lot of customers that just don't know what a lot of a lot of these produce items are. But uh, but yeah, pluots are very one of those special items. Obviously, it's a, it's a very short uh, selling period. Um, you got about a month to sell them and that's it. So uh, it's another talking point to the customer. Say, hey, look, if you really want them, get them now because you're not going to be around too long. <laughs> Yeah. And then with, with contests, it's, uh, you know, we are seeing from back, you know, over time, you're seeing new items come up, you know, rocket apples, sugar bee apples, uh, you know, peels is, you know, based off of a, not a halo brand, but it's similar to a halo brand. So we always have our halo contest. We always have our national, we, we participate in the national uh, watermelon contest every year as well. So, but then you throw in, you know, like Chris had said, you throw in the Pluot contest, you throw in, we just recently had the rocket uh, sugar bee apple contest. So you kind of factor in, in with the newer items that come through, um, it's always fun. You always have your Cinco de Mayo, you know, you always have, you know, we do our red ribbon um plant contest with poinsettias and every year so you know once the new items come through and people start getting familiar with them like chris had said you know educating them on what a pluot is or what a rocket apple is or a sugar bee apple then then you start trying to get them try the best way to do if we could get them all year round but we know that like chris said it's a short period of time for some of these items and Harold, you mentioned that that you love when the color in the department is really coming from the fruits and vegetables themselves, not necessarily, you know, too much extra point of sale material and things like that. What do you find as far as the best way to kind of educate shoppers through maybe a little bit of point of sale, but mostly probably on that like one to one customer engagement? What does that look like? Uh, yeah, for, for me is because I've been in the field so long, I'm very passionate about it and I live it, I eat it. And, and because I do, I'm able to, you know, to convey to them my passion and, and with the colors, it, it draws the attention. So that's why, you know, we, Steven and I, I'm a fan of all of these guys, but when it comes to the contest and everything, even though we have a lot of the same lines and symmetry, but if you look at uh, from contest to contest, we are different and Steven and as well as Chris you know we are on the same team 
But when it comes to contest, our styles are different, but we are fans of each other. And I love the fact that I can create something different every store that I go into. And Stephen, you mentioned too the, and I'm sure this comes into play particularly with contests for, for all three of you guys, but one of the things um, you, you mentioned again in that background material from Josh enjoying being able to teach the art of of dumbing up the display so you have this big impressive presentation but you've got the appropriate amount of product out on the floor and the appropriate amount waiting in the back room so you can keep that that presentation for the morning folks and the evening you know customers as well yeah yeah so when it comes to that you know you have your low volume stores you know they're they're looking out for their inventory they're making sure they're not throwing away product shrinking you know shrinking their product so you got to find different techniques different techniques to dummy up a slant back to where you still have back stock in the back, but it still looks full on the sales floor. Um, and then that way, you know, they are not ordering an abundance and an abundance to where they're, they're throwing a ton of stuff away and you're not, you're not, you know, telling them that they, they need to order more. We are, we're looking for more uh, different volumes, you know, uh, for Belvoir, for instance, you know, Harold, that's one of Harold's stores, you know, he can, they, they can bring in a lot of product, but then you go down to the smaller volume stores. You're like, well, what, what can I do to dummy this up to make it look like it's big and full, but it's really not hurting the department. Cause that's definitely not something we ever want to do. We're here to help educate and, and take our knowledge. So as an ex-produce manager, you know, low volume if you can maintain a low volume you can you can definitely succeed in a high volume so you know that yep dummying up product and different techniques and different ways to do it and we all share the ideas of how we how we do it awesome and harold was just mentioning you know doing something a little bit different than you did before and you go into a store and it's never exactly the same as it was you know a, a previous time chris what how do you approach you know, keep, keeping things fresh, even in, in all you guys can answer this question, keeping things fresh when you've been in the business for so long, you've done so many different configurations of a lot of these things over the years. Sure. Um, you know, and, and obviously the, the day when, to, in order to keep it fresh, you, you constantly got to rotate the product and, and you have to, you, you know, I mean, that's the key thing. I mean, if, you know, if, if you just put it out there and just keep piling it on, then it, it's not going to remain fresh for the customer. So you, it's a constant grind with it throughout the day. You know, even though just because you build it doesn't mean you take care of it. You don't take care of it for the rest of the day. So it's highly important to keep to keep it up, uh, to make to keep it fresh for the customer. Um, yes, it's going to be a lot of product. You're building a contest display and you're u- using more product than you probably normally would on a, a normal selling period. Um, so yeah, it, it takes a little bit of extra, uh, uh, wherewithal to keep that product fresh at all times. Cause you, you, you are dealing with a little bit more. Um, but again, that goes back, but even in big stores, you, you can, um, dummy that product up in a big store as well. Um, and, and still make it look very impactful. Uh, so yeah, there, there's a lot, a lot of different ways you can, uh, manage this product, but the best thing to do is you always got to keep your eye on it, keep it rotated. Um, you know, and, and that, that's just the best way to, uh, to handle any, any type of big contest display. Well, and Chris, I think I said, keep it fresh. And that, that went a couple different directions. Cause in my mind, I was thinking, how do you guys keep it fresh? You know, in terms of the displays that you build, because you built so many displays over so many yes. years. Yes. So well, okay, I well, the question, <laughs> take a crack at it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it, it's a, uh, it, it's, um, 
Yeah. It, it, again, it, it, when you're doing the same display every single year, it does take a lot of thought to um, what can I do differently this year? You know, because you're dealing with the same concepts as play probably for the last 10 years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the good thing is, you know, a lot of the stores get some different fixtures and some stuff you can utilize to, to make it look a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, I would say on a whole, it, it's, uh, you know, you can come up with something, you know, it, it, you can always utilize a little something different that you didn't use before um, to, to, to freshen that up and, and to come up with a little something different. It can be challenging, but, uh, you know, that's part of the job is, is to have a little bit of challenge for yourself. And uh, I think that's what makes us better. Uh, Mr. Hallichon, you didn't have a challenge and you probably won't you, you probably won't get any better at your job. Um, so my thing is, you know, if you're challenged, then, you, you, you know, you're going to come up with something and it's always going to it's always going to be it's always going to be different. But uh, plenty, plenty of different ways to, to uh, come up with something new, um, especially to the customer when they walk in that store. You know, they're they, they a lot of them, they shop in there all the time. So they're like, oh, OK, it's a uh, pullout season, you know, pull out display. Let's see what they did this time. So, um, you know, that's always a, a nice thing to do, uh, to have as well with it. Awesome. Well, and obviously we're coming right off of Mother's Day and right on the cusp of Memorial Day here. So I'll yeah. ask each one of you, Stephen, one, as detailed as you want, little thing you did differently for Mother's Day or you're doing differently for Memorial Day? Well, for Mother's Day, we had a lot of plants, fresh cut flowers and potted plants for 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 Easter. And um, now we're getting into the, the the our main focus, I think, in my personal opinion, was the was the plants. You know, everybody grabbing a plant as you walk in, cross merchandising with your deli bakery, uh, bringing in outside or, you know, outside departments in, into our displays with us. We all and I know Chris and Harold could say the same thing. We all get with the deli bakeries. We all get with even the meat departments from time to time, you know, uh, St. Patty's Day. Uh, so what I, you know, different from. Easter to Memorial days, you're getting ready to crank and you're getting ready to start the heart and soul of summer. And we're getting ready to go into it. So watermelons, corn's coming out, you know, berries, strawberries, blueberries, cherries, the season's getting ready to come for that. So um, with a lot of impactful, huge produce pushes for this display because everybody's ready for that summer season um in different varieties you know grilling you know where everybody's going to start grilling not everybody grills for easter some people go out and take their moms out so i think my you know easter the difference between easter for me and memorial day is plants for easter focusing on that and then going right into the the summer seasonal vegetables and fruit that we're getting ready to start providing the patrons and i'm glad you mentioned collaboration with different departments across the stores um, Harold, what are some of your favorite kind of collaborations to do with deli or bakery or other departments around the stores that, around holidays, especially? Well, usually right around uh, Valentine's Day, uh, we uh, cross merchandise with the uh, bakery department with things uh, to that nature. And along with grocery with the chocolates, we do the um, strawberries dipped in chocolate and, and things like that. Awesome. And how about you, Chris? Uh, some of your favorite uh, holiday cross merchandising combinations, especially here with Memorial Day, just a few days away here. Yeah, yeah. Memorial Day. Uh, yeah. Memorial Weekend is very, uh, uh, like Stephen said, very hot, uh, you know, coming up with all those uh, summer items, uh, you know, merchandise, all of that. I, I tell you, my 
one of my personal, uh, what I kind of like to do uh, for me is Thanksgiving holiday. You know, I know we're talking about Memorial weekend, but Thanksgiving uh, is very fun for me um, just because of the, uh, what we can really do as far as clutch merchandising and what we're selling. Um, so I, for me personally, I kind of like uh, that particular holiday. Um, they're all fun because they're all different and they all, they all express that different challenge on, on what you're going to do and what you're going to cross merchandise with. Um, so, you know, I, I like things, the Thanksgiving holiday, but I, all the holidays are fun because every, each one of them are different. Um, and you can really use your talents on each holiday on what you're going to come up with. Um, so really for me, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know I said Thanksgiving, but I like all of them. I, I really like, like to be able to do something different for each one. Super. And guys, I want to ask you one more question, just because I can tell that, I mean, like I said, I can tell just from looking at the merchandising photos, but, you know, talking to you all, especially, it just comes across that you really, really enjoy the heck out of what you do. And so I know that, you know, in, in grocery in general, labor is always a question, right? And um, getting to talk to folks like yourselves and other people around the industry who've been in it for a little while longer, I know that it's, you know, it can be this incredible career. And I think a lot of folks, you know, outside of it don't realize that. So I just want to ask each one of you, what would you, what would you tell, you know, maybe a high school kid today who's trying to figure out what they want to do with their life, right? About what it's like to work in produce, grocery, and, and just kind of some of the opportunities that, that go with that. Yeah. Um, Oh, you want to go ahead, Chris? Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I think talking, talking to them, um, is, you know, it's like you were saying, it's something where they, you know, they're not quite sure what they want to do with their, with their life, you know, maybe college isn't their thing. Um, yeah, I would tell them produce is very gratifying. Um, I, I know that to some probably young people, they probably like, what are you talking about? You know, it's just produce. Um, but I, I think it's something fun and, uh, uh, something that they, you know, obviously we, we've generated a career with it. Um, and I think that, you know, we can give them some, some advice that there, there are careers where you, you know, you could, you can make out of yourself instead of the ones that you just normally hear, like on the news or something, you know, you always hear this, you know, the same careers all the time. And you, you know, when, it, when you, when you talk about produce, you, you really, you don't hear that as a career. You don't hear, somebody talking about, Hey, why don't you get into the produce industry? Why don't you go check it out? You know, you don't hear that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, you know, if I were to talk to a young person, I'd like, you know, give it a shot, you know, look at it, take, take a, uh, take a shot. You never know. Um, you know, the three of us did and look where we are right now. Um, you know, if we were, if we never would have, who knows where we would be. So, um, you know, I think just having that conversation with somebody like that, uh, would be, would be pretty awesome, especially if they did decide to, to make this a profession and move on with it. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I would definitely uh, um, let them know that it, it would be okay to do something like this. It wouldn't be one of these jobs is you would go home or tell somebody you, you're, you work in the produce field and you should be ashamed of it. And you shouldn't, um, this is a great field to work in. And I would recommend it to anybody. How about you, Harold? Yeah, and for me, actually, I was that kid that came in as a summer job working with an older guy, produce guy, and he told me you can actually make a living uh, doing this. And it was funny that uh, as the years went on, became a produce manager and 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 everything, and it became so rewarding. And 
probably from the time that I started in, you know, in management, uh, and especially here at Military Produce Group, it hasn't been a job per se. It's been a passion. And, and along with Stephen and, and Chris, I think it shows in, in a lot in our, our work. And that's why when we hire merchandisers and we bring these kids on, we educate them, but we, we want them to see our passion. And it may not be for everyone, but some guys, they, uh, you know, they latch onto it and they, they love it. And, and it's, uh, you know, very, uh, uh, it's a very good field that you can go. There are a lot of uh, opportunities for advancement, especially here at Military Produce Group. Super. And how about you, Stephen? Well, you know, I was actually a really fortunate kid when it comes to grocery industry, because both my parents were in the grocery industry. My mother retired from the grocery industry. My father, the same thing. So and, uh, you know, artist wise, I, I consider myself an artist with produce, you know, and I want to I want to show all these younger kids that want to come in or younger people that want to come in and go that you can do this. It, it, you, you can it, you have a passion for it. And uh, I, I mean, didn't really go to college. I mean, I did a little bit of college, but uh, when I got latched in and then when I got my first produce manager job, I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do. Like, I don't want to go, I don't want to do anything else. I want to be able to maintain and provide for families because like everybody said, everybody's got to eat. So I just want to provide for everybody fresh, full and clean, impactful displays. But I consider myself and I know these guys as well, an artist, uh, and, and to make everything look as good as I possibly can, plus educating and training some of these young people that want to try it. Like I said, it could be a high school after school job. It could be a college while you're in college. But me, like Harold and Chris said, me personally, I got into it and I never wanted to leave it. And I just keep going and going and going and I want to keep going. And and that's that's how I want to do and. The, the opportunity with Military Produce Group and what, what we've done with this company and how we are, you know, it's a family. We're all family with Military Produce Group. We all have each other's backs. We're always there for each other um, for advice or anything that we need. And we're, we're a team. And, you know, one of my fun, one of my favorite things to do with the Military Produce family is we all get together and we're doing something at a store or we're just, you know, seeing how everybody's doing because a lot of us are in different territories to where we really don't see each other a lot. So when we get the opportunity to come together and, and put all, you think about it, you got a ton of produce guys and produce gals all together in one room. And you have millions of ideas going every which way you can come up with some really good stuff, really, really good stuff. And the ideas just all sync together and we just keep going. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, I don't want to keep you past our time here, but thank <laughs> you so much for carving out this hour, especially right before Memorial Day weekend. Man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. It's such a pleasure to get to meet you all. Not exactly in person, but as close as we can get without an airplane. Um, after seeing your work for all these years so thank you so much again and uh, we thank our listeners as well and we'll see everybody next week again on the produce retail podcast